And what, because you're all special and I'm not? Yeah, well, I doubt you. You can think what you like, but I have a superpower, and I just need to find out what it is. Maybe you're just super retarded. You're doing it again. You're lying. Right. How come I know he's got a massive cock? She's stealing your pension! Oh, oh he's fine. <laughs> Alright, so, welcome to episode two of Is Misfits the Best? So, uh, yeah, I noticed the episodes of this show, they don't have names. They're just called episode one, episode two. <laughs> I never noticed that, actually. So whatever. Again, this is such a weird, obscure thing. Anyone who actually found this shit, you know, they know what we're talking about. Anyway, I'm Keith, and this is Dan. How's it going, folks? So this is our show about the show, Misfits. <laughs> Maybe it'll get a little smoother as we go, awkward starts or whatever. But it's a British show. Presumably you've heard episode one of our podcast. So I just wanted to mention about last episode with the special effects. And uh, you theorized with the ice storm that maybe they just got a bunch of big ice balls and whipped them <laughs> at the ground. That is what they did. Exactly what they did. So you called that one. Uh, so let's see. Episode two of Misfits. This aired November 19th, 2009. What was going on in 2009, Keith? So the albums that came out that week, Justin Bieber's My World. Fuck that. <laughs> and Lady Gaga's The Fame Monster. Also fuck that. Yeah, basically nothing we would be into nothing came out we that week. <laughs> uh, video games that came out that week, Assassin's Creed 2. I didn't mind it. Yeah, everyone says it was like when the series the got best. real good. I only played it a little, and it was like later, so it felt weird to go back to. And I was just like, man, this guy can literally just, you just hold a button and he climbs the basilica. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking weird. But I didn't play it that much. Uh, the peak of the Tony Hawk series, Tony Hawk Ride. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the one that had the actual... The board. Yeah, it's because Guitar Hero was popular, so they're like, let's make DJ Hero. Have you ever let's... seen... Have you ever used the board? No. Oh, it's a piece of garbage. Yeah. Fucking garbage, man. And then uh, Tekken 6 came out that week. Oh! Oh, well, shit, son. Yeah. Actually, I think I might have skipped 6. I went from like 5 to 7, I think. Mm. But yeah, Tekken awesome game series and movies that came out that week twilight new moon which i'm not sure is that the I, second one I, I have yet to see a twilight movie and i refuse to i saw the first one and like it wasn't the worst but it's more than enough twilight for the rest of my life you know i don't need <laughs> i don't need any more of that and uh the road which was fine sorry fine fine i mean i like the book a lot more than the movie i've never read the book but that movie if you want to get depressed, yeah. <laughs> that movie fucking does it, hands down. Well, it is interesting. I guess, yeah, let's talk about The Road for a sec, because we're all into Fallout and shit. What I like about The Road is it's post-apocalyptic, but it's not like the nuclear Fallout future. They never explain, at least in the movie, what happened. Yeah, and they never really do in the book either, because the whole thing, it's almost like a metaphor. It's so intense. But what's neat, it's like, yeah, they never mention any radiation or anything it's just that there's no sun is actually yeah. the only problem it's so it could have been uh like a meteor hitting it could be volcanoes going off but just the fact that the sun is covered up fucked the world that hard because plants died yeah. fuck the ecosystem which is actually kind of like what would happen it's like that's fucked my favorite part actually of that movie is toward the end when the dad is finally just pissed at everyone trying to fuck with him and his kid the old guy that they find on the road who tries to rob them. Oh, and they strip him naked and fucking yeah. take all the shit and just walk away. And the kid is like, hey, I get that the world's tough, but we what the fuck? That. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part because it's like it's so fucked, but 
But the world is so fucked. It's like, hey, man, fuck you. You tried to rob us. Now you're dead. (laughs) Enjoy being naked. So I'll just start this off by saying, like, they pack a fuck ton of shit in these episodes. Like, I remember all the plot points and the story points, but I thought it was, like, over several episodes. I didn't think it was all crammed into one. Yeah, this is one of those things that me and uh, me and my friend Brad used to talk about this back in the Buffy days of uh, you could tell a good episode because it felt like a whole movie happened in only 44 minutes. Yeah, it's like double time, but it doesn't feel packed. It's just well edited and well presented. So I guess, well, previously on Misfits, uh, so these Asbo kids got powers and, you know, it's just uh, they're all on community service. They got superpowers. The major plot point that carries over is they had to kill their probation worker because he was like psycho and wanted to murder them yeah and i guess i'll just do the quick recap of who they are just because this is again we're saying like imagine if you it's so nice that we live now in the world of netflix and shit like you don't have to worry about missing the first episode yeah you just go back yeah like on tv if you did miss the first one they're like okay let's just try to catch you up real quick so there's kelly the chav who can read minds yep uh alicia the hot chick who anyone who touches her becomes a crazed sex offender like immediately uh, Curtis, the uh, athlete runner guy who can reverse time under extreme circumstances. Creepy Simon can turn invisible, and Nathan's just a cunt. <laughs> just a cunt. Well, no one knows what his power is, and he's like still trying to figure it out. Yeah, so they're, uh, they theorized last week, like, what if other people have these powers? And Nathan's like, nah, that only happens in America. That's not going to yeah. happen. So that's kind of the what's going on in this episode is... There's two major ones that just drop in. Yeah, they do find out other people have these powers. So I guess the first thing I wanted to say is, uh, yeah, in last week's episode, how, uh, you know, Nathan calls them specials. Oh, we'll just pretend we're taking yeah. some specials in <laughs> a wheelchair. some specials out in a wheelchair for a walk. And I was like, oh, I love that this show will say that. Because we were like, you know, like every once in a while, me and you just say like, oh, that's retarded. And, you know, we you know. Mean, once in a while, it's part of my daily vocabulary. Yeah, I said it today. But uh, you know, <laughs> then it's like, uh, you know, we know what we're not supposed to say, but it's funny to say. And it's funny that this show does that. But then I realized, like. I'm kind of bringing misfits down to my level. They didn't say the dreaded R word. They just said specials. But right away. Right off the bat. Well, maybe you just retarded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nathan's like trying to discover what his power is. And Alicia's like, maybe a power is that you're super retarded. <laughs> and it just cracked me up. And they come across this naked dude. And Nathan recognizes him as his, his mom's, mom's boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. His mom's boyfriend, Jeremy. Which, again, super offensive right away. They're like, why was this guy naked and runs off? And Alicia's like, maybe he's gay. Kelly thinks maybe he's a, a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they proceed to talk about his giant cock. Yeah, yeah that's like the running joke. Like, How would I know he's got a giant, giant cock, cock if I hadn't off. seen him? <laughs> uh, Simon thinks he's a werewolf, which actually, under the circumstances of this show, is probably the most realistic possible thing that you know the storm maybe he could be but it's more likely than he's a gay rapist <laughs> it's britain what do, you, what do you expect it's fucking london england of course he's a gay rapist <laughs> fucking christ yeah and again i guess that just runs through the the through line too of just i mean they bring it up you know curtis is like oh a little light homophobia that they even made that joke would never happen in north america i do love that when they start talking about him running around naked like nathan and his mom that he brings up, like, fucking... George Michael got away with it, but he was in Wham! <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, dude? 
So like you mentioned, yeah, they uh, had to kill their probation worker, Tony, last week because the storm made him psycho. So they got a new probation worker. Right. Who's uh, Her name is Sally. I had to look it up because, again, who knows what anyone... These side characters, no one ever knows their names. So she's in charge of their probation shit now. And this week, it's that uh, there's a dance for some lonely old people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the kids have to uh, just dance with these old people. And some poor old man who's just a nice old man touches Alicia and just immediately is like... I want to get into your dusky thighs. Yeah, I, w- I would give my life to spend an evening between your dusky thighs. What the fuck? And I feel bad for these people that touch her because they legitimately don't know what... They just, like, they, super yeah, embarrass themselves out. or ruin their whole lives, and they don't know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> but amongst the old people, there's this hot blonde girl named Ruth who is also volunteering with the old folk. Vol- Quote-unquote volunteering. And Nathan just... He is so, like, it's one thing to have the character that says the crazy shit. This guy is, like, ten times over the line of the crazy shit. She's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, I, uh, I raped and I, I got charged with sexual assault of an, what was an 82-year-old or something? 82-year-old woman. And, there we uh, go. And, yeah, that he, he basically raped her to death. <laughs> <laughs> but then... He's trying to be serious for a second, and he's like, no, seriously, I got done for eating some done for eating some pecan mix. They bring that back so many times. Oh, so here's something that, uh, again, with uh, my non-knowledge of Britishness, at some point I realized that this actor who plays Nathan is Irish. I didn't realize from the accent. Like, did you? are you good enough with, with UK accents to know that this is an Irish accent? No, he just sounds fucking from the Isles. Like, yeah. I can tell Scottish to a degree, and occasionally you can tell Irish, but he's he's really good at the english accent you see him on interviews for other shit and yeah he's got something else going on there but like in this one totally fucking british it does remind me of uh of like australian too there's the australian posh accent that's almost like british and then there's the just ridiculous one so someone left a note in their locker claiming that uh they know what these kids yeah it's very like it doesn't say anything it just says i know what you did yeah they even make an i know what you did last summer joke like this means this means nothing it's just whatever but but it's not a good sign that's for sure <laughs> then uh yeah i guess i'm kind of just blowing through these plot points but again a lot of shit happened in this episode so uh nathan tries to tell his mom that <laughs> her boyfriend jeremy was naked and running around the estate and uh but she she doesn't believe that he's a gay rapist werewolf <laughs> <laughs> well I mean, why would you? And it comes up later, too. Yeah, he's always making up shit about people that she dates. Like, uh, remember when you said so-and-so was sexually abusing you? Yeah, Mom, but this one's true. <laughs> like, he really is a terrible person. He legitimately tried to pin some guy as a, as a sexual fucking, predator. As a sexual predator. Because he didn't want his mom with him. Like, what the fuck, dude? Jesus. Like, going back to the last episode, like, really... Last episode, I remember saying, you know... I'd probably hang out with this guy and either I'd hate him or I'd fucking laugh and join in. No, no, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't join in on some of this shit because holy fuck. It is like impressive how he's such a fucking asshole like that they really don't write him like he's not a good person at all yeah like he's still like likable to the audience but like even uh i mean we'll get to it later but when he leaves the show and they replace him with a similar type of character but the replacement guy is not nearly as fucked as nathan nathan is fucking crazy he's such an asshole i don't know man rudy is pretty fucked <laughs> i guess that'll be like the test we'll see as we'll we go we'll see how rudy fucking stacks up to nathan if we ever get there so Hot Blonde Ruth comes to the community center at night because she forgot her bag there and she learns Nathan's been living there. 
So he, you know, charms her a little with his offensive charm and is like, well, you want a drink while we're here? And they break into, apparently the community centers in Britain have fucking liquor cabinets. And they get fucking hammered. Yeah, that's where I wonder, like, later there is a bar they're always hanging out at. It's, I just assume, nearby. Maybe, though? Like, is England crazy enough that their community centers would have bars in them? No, it's it's a different bar entirely. Because it's a very small small bar that uh curtis ends up getting a job at yeah right because and, and i guess like the little i know of the uk their drinking culture does seem insane like i remember speaking of irish people when i first moved to vancouver there was this uh household of these irish kids that all were there for work visas and stuff that i were friends of friends so i got to hang out with them sometimes and yeah the stories they would tell of like bar fights with like like enough blood on the floor that it's like a pool and I just remember, like, this one girl was telling me this story about her boyfriend getting beat up. And I was, like, laughing because it was so crazy. It's like a fucking Guy Ritchie movie. And she's like, why are you laughing? And I'm like, well, why are you telling me this story if it's not for us to laugh about? But to them, it's like, this it's is real. This is this life. Is real. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of any time I've been in a bar fight or been witness to a bar fight that's been absolutely fucking brutal. And the only one I can actually... There are two. Tea Party Incident which, if anyone doesn't know, the Tea Party is a Canadian band. They had one album that did really well, and they got into a fight with a couple guys that I used to live with. Yeah, they're a very, like, pretentious band. Pretentious. They tried to be the Doors, and they were not the fucking Doors. They were the Canadian Doors, but that's not worth much. (laughs) That's not really worth much. Anyway, yeah, uh, that ended up pretty bloody. And the other one was I broke the nose of the lead singer a god, but it wasn't really a bar fight. It was at a con- it was at like a punk show. It's funny because uh, Ray's got a story too where he punched David Usher. Like it's just like <laughs> Canadian musicians are just asking for a fucking beating. So yeah, he gets drunk with Ruth. Yeah, and it's one of those again awesome montages. So far, there's been an awesome montage, montage in every episode. Yeah. There probably always will be. Because, yeah, they just are, like, drinking and upgrade to some powder of some kind. And then they're smoking weed. And it's, like, the whole thing was, like, 30 or 40 seconds. But it's, like, yeah, you just, you did it. That's, I believe that whole evening. That was awesome. And then they end up fucking sitting by the Thames in fucking wheelchairs from the community center. And they're just, like, she asked to have a picture taken with Nathan. And they're, like, faking a kiss. And then they almost kiss. And fucking naked fucking stepdad runs by. And Nathan's like, give me your phone. I got to take a picture. <laughs> it's kind of cool, too, with this show where these things that are just like coincidental don't seem as coincidental. Because in England, especially, everyone's always talking about the estate that they're from and yeah. like your neighborhood. And you do just see the same people all the time. And, you know, obviously Nathan's mom lives near there. It's a little unlikely that the dog man would be on the roof of the community center, but it's believable enough. It's like, fuck it. Sure. Why not? So, yeah, Nathan grabs the phone. Knocks his wheelchair over and chases after this naked dude. Yeah, who, like, jumps on him, like, licks his face like a dog. And Nathan manages to get a picture of his dick. (laughs) The way he describes it. Every time he describes it to somebody, they're like, what am I looking at? And he's like, dick, anus, and a bit of bull sack. (laughs) Like, you couldn't put that on fucking North American television. You really could not do that. But fucking he brings it up, like, constantly. Yeah, like, yeah, so you're saying, like, the next day he's, like, trying to convince everyone that this is somehow proof that his mom's in danger. Yeah. And he's upset that they won't help him get a gun <laughs> to help him protect <laughs> his mom. But then Simon, the little weirdo Simon who turns invisible... He offers to help. Yeah, and Nathan's like, yeah, you know what? No. no <laughs> like, we're, fuck we're, you, we're weird cool. kid. 
And this is one of those things too where it's like, I guess it's not totally clear yet if Simon can is. control his invisibility or if he's upset because Nathan just told him to fuck off and then maybe that triggered it. I was going to say, I'm not really sure if they're ready to discuss whether or not he's a complete fucking perv because Kelly and uh, Alicia are in the change room again and he wanders over and he notices Kelly's uh, got a bow tattooed where her tramp stamp should be and fucking he starts like sniffing kelly from like fucking two inches away it's so creepy <laughs> yeah it is fully creepy it's weird too just knowing where stuff goes with simon like man he really was a creep in these early ones fucking yeah <laughs> and obviously it's also again for people who missed the first episode like they managed to find ways to let you know like they mentioned that curtis can turn back time you know kelly can hear thoughts uh alicia touched the old man and now you know he can turn invisible so yep. they're like hey if we're gonna just catch the audience up that this guy turns invisible i guess we'll show him perving out at the same time because it's british tv fuck it's it. british tv i mean fuck in all honesty what would you do if you could turn invisible and there's couple naked chicks fucking there me man there's a i mean it's a bad movie this chevy chase movie called memoirs of the invisible man but it was based on a really good book and man that book gets into like what it would actually be like to be invisible and just what a huge pain in the ass it is because the guy you have to be naked yeah you have to be naked all the time and just like you can't walk down the street people are bumping into you all the time and uh just to have a life like to get an apartment like this guy has to he, he starts out by hiding in hotels but he can't just walk around with the door key because people can see it he has to he has to put it under the edge of the carpet and just slide it all the way down the hallway to the door and just like weird shit that you don't think about but it's like yeah being invisible would not be fun he can't close his eyes ever because his eyelids are invisible Invisible, so he's constantly fucking seeing shit that would be fucked up now that i think about it they should make a new version of that movie that's not shit because it was a really good book so now Nathan goes to confront Jeremy about his wolf boy nudism. <laughs> Breaks into mom's house and fucking like knocks over a ton of shit. Jeremy admits that it's since the storm. He had this Jack Russell Terrier when he was a kid and it was his best friend. And now whenever he sees a Jack Russell Terrier, he just turns into a dog for the whole night and wakes up <laughs> naked the next day. And being Britain, there's Jack Russell Terriers fucking everywhere. But then you find out Nathan's mom does know about this and she's decided to stick by him. And, you know, it's Aww. like she, she loves Jeremy enough. That, and I guess like because he's not like violent, he is just like a funny wolf man. <laughs> well, I mean, when, she, when Nathan describes him, he's like, yeah, I mean, like the pussy can't even open a jaw. My mom has to open a fucking jaw of peanut butter for him. I wonder if she's secretly likes it like maybe it's fun to hang maybe, out with the wolf maybe she's dude. a dom loves subs <laughs> getting fucked by the wolf version of jeremy <laughs> <laughs> the jack russell version of fucking uh that would just be wrong so yeah they get in a pretty bad fight and nathan goes to uh ruth to return her phone well he breaks jeremy's nose oh yeah right and then his mom freaks out and slaps the shit out of him and he's apparently never been hit by mom, so it's oh, had some back pace or two. Yeah, that's these things that happen in this episode where you get these brief moments of like, maybe I, I guess a bit in the first episode too, do I feel bad for Nathan? Maybe and a little. And then you he's... do for a while, and then he says something completely fucking brutally fucking horrible. And you're just like, nah, I really don't. Fuck that guy. So he goes to uh, hot blonde Ruth to return her phone. She invites him in for a drink. And that's when he starts noticing, like, there's a wheelchair and a walker in there. Yeah, the whole place is, like, it's like grandma's. It's one of those magnifying glasses to read with. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, whose fucking house is this? And uh, she says it's her grandma. She lies at his grands. 
It's my grands. I live with her. And this is the kind of thing, like, this is the, exactly the kind of thing that made me love this show so much. Is like, I love that all the little details are so good. But just shit like, you know, they start hanging out and drinking and it eventually leads to them making out. But they're making out on that mechanized chair that like yeah. goes up the stairs. And I'm like, that's great. No, I've never seen that ever. Like, that's well, the she, best. she basically asks him if he wants to fuck. And yeah, they're sitting on the chair escalator for old folks and making out. What the fuck? Like, who would film that? Who thinks that's fucking sexy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so awesome. She laughs at him and makes one of his cum face. <laughs> and like I was saying earlier, too, like, I don't remember there even being nudity in the rest of the show. I think maybe it's because they're just trying it out again. And... But she's buck-ass naked, and, well, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> yeah, it's actually because then it goes on. There's like It's a pretty serious sex scene. And it just made me think, just a little sidebar, that uh, I only ever worked on like a film set for a TV show one day. This show in BC called Whistler that was about kids who snowboard. And it was because like a friend of a friend of a friend got me this job because a bunch of people were sick. Didn't you just shovel fake snow? <laughs> yeah, we basically just made fake snow. I was on the special effects crew. And basically it was like if they liked me enough, maybe it could have been a job. But I also never had, didn't have a license. So they're like, beyond the fact that this kid wasn't that good at this job and someone would have to drive him so it didn't lead to anything it was only the one day but it was cool just to see what it was like and one of the things that this made me think of is uh there's a lot of people even on a cheap canadian tv show set like people everywhere so it's like now when i see like long sex scenes and stuff i'm like this must be awkward as shit because there's like 30 fucking people there watching they have close sets Oh, I guess, yeah, right. Maybe that would be like, different. What they do is they would get, like, the 30 people to set up the scene, and then they kick everybody the fuck yeah, out. Fuck and it yeah. would be, like, the director, the two actors, and the camera person. And that would be it. They would. I hope they would just have the mic fucking hanging there. Maybe there's a fucking boom operator, too. That is a good point, though, yeah, because I was thinking, like, man, it would just be weird. Fucking in front of 30 people. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, they go in for round two of fucking, and uh, then Nathan starts seeing these flashes of Ruth turning into an old woman. And, uh, it's, I mean, yeah, there you go. It's an old it's, naked... There's an old naked lady screaming, I'm coming, I'm coming. And, oh... He just freaks out, runs away, locks himself in. No, he doesn't even... It's not even that he just runs out. He fucking puts his... While she's riding his cock, puts his hand on her shoulder and whips her across the fucking room and runs out of the room fucking losing his mind and locks himself in, like, a closet or something. So she admits that she's really 82 and that the storm turned her young. And this is kind of interesting because, like, yeah, the different types of uh, powers and shit... This is the only one I can think of where it's only been a week and it's it's wearing off. Like, this one didn't yeah. last. But maybe that's happening all around town. Like, maybe a bunch of people got temporary powers that never stuck. And that's just, you know, it doesn't matter to the show. But it's just interesting to think about that type of shit. Well, as Nathan's, like, fucking, you know, grossed out and leaving the house, he fucking, she tells him that, you know, I feel myself getting older again and I'm scared. And it's probably the most sincere acting in the entire show that isn't just a straight fucking horrible joke <laughs> and again he just doesn't give a shit he's, he's just like, a cunt he just is like, like fuck you i'm out <laughs> oh it's interesting too i guess because i just like the idea of uh you know even though i don't think there's any particular guidebook to how the powers work they just make up powers as they need to in the show but it is interesting to sort of try to figure out the parameters of them because we were talking about um last well, week it all boils down to something about the person like, right. she wanted to be young again. Fucking Jeremy's all about 
his fucking old Jack Terrier, <laughs> Jack Russell Terrier. And then, yeah, we talked last week about how all the main characters, it all ties it into all their ties stuff. In. The only one that I really don't think ties in is eventually when you come into Nathan. Well, I guess my theory about that was that the reason he's such a cunt is because he secretly feels weak. So he feels like he needs to protect himself emotionally. I guess we'll blab about it though when we get to him. But, uh, but I also think it's neat to talk about how, um, which I think it was with Simon we were talking about is he actually invisible or is he just making everyone not see him? Like you were mentioning the vampire, the masquerade style yeah, thing. Yeah. Whereas I think with this old lady, she's not just making people think she's young. She's actually young. Yeah, because once she turns old again, she can barely walk. <laughs> she's, well, she's fucked. If she wasn't actually young, do you really think Nathan would like stick his dick in her and get off? Considering later on in the episode, Nathan finds a fucking photograph album of all her conquests and man she's a slut (laughs) (laughs) it would be funny though i mean it would fuck up the episode but it would be funny if she looked young but she just acted still like an old lady (laughs) because i bet he'd still she was really hot he'd still (laughs) still do it i'm not a blonde guy but holy fuck so back at the community center uh alicia's been breaking the terms of her asbo all the time (laughs) go to birthday parties and stuff so yeah there's this cop who's like hey you keep breaking your probation or whatever i'm gonna have to arrest you and he touches her. <laughs> and, but what's awesome is like he's kind of a dickhead cop, but still this is going to fuck his life up. Is that as he's fucking trying to climb on Alicia, this probationer Sally walks in yeah, and, and catches him. And like there's no other explanation except that he tried to rape this girl and his literal dick is out. And he makes a joke of it. Like, I have no idea why this I is out. I have no idea why this is out. But he really doesn't. He really doesn't know why his hard dick is out of his pants. But I mean, he's fucked now, right? That's the end of his career. <laughs> Like, that is so fucked. <laughs> what a fucked up power. Her power reminds me a lot of, um, it's kind of like Rogue, right? Where Rogue can't touch people. Can't touch people because she'll absorb them. Yeah, which I always thought was an awesome power. It's like, it's technically one of the most powerful powers you could have, but it makes your life weird and fucked up because no one can ever touch you. Where this is kind of similar, like no one can ever touch her because they just go crazy immediately. And it's just kind of, except there's less upside. I don't know what the upside there's is. There's no upside to, well, I mean... Didn't she say she, like, went to the bar and tried it out with a guy? Like, she was like, I'm just gonna, like... She did, but only, like, briefly. She didn't fuck anyone. She just, uh, she just, yeah, just to test it. But then she's like, whoa, this is crazy. So they have another senior dance party. And, yeah, fucking Nathan. So, so Ruth is now, she's reverted to full old person person mode. mode. Shows up in, like, a wheelchair, doesn't she? She's got her walker. And she, (laughs) she couldn't look more pathetic of, like, she's, like tentatively walking toward him like will will he accept me or whatever and he, he just li- fucking walks away he literally says blah <laughs> <laughs> <And runs away. laughs> like like that's again what i love about nathan they never really let him be likable like when he hates old people he fucking him, hates they old people. never make him a decent person but then he claims that the reason he ran off is just because james james blunt's beautiful was playing yeah, james <laughs> blunt's beautiful was playing but then kelly fucking hears his thoughts and is like what if they know I fucked her? <laughs> and this is great, too, because, yeah, she blurts out, Kelly blurts out, like, you fucked the old lady or whatever. And they make fun of him for eating out an old lady. And it really, this, like, casual, like, how the UK is just so much more casual about sex talk and stuff and just being, you know, saying offensive shit. What it made me think of is, like, a, like Kevin Smith movies in the 90s. There's a friend of mine from America who's, probably like 10 years younger than me who asked for a movie to watch recently and i was like you know i know you're into romances and you've told me recently you like my sense of humor fucking totally watch chasing amy and she was like why i'm like 
it's my sense of humor all the way through, and it's a romance. <laughs> it's fucked up, but hey. So everyone out there should probably watch that too. You'd probably love it. Yeah, it's weird to think too that like, so that was like 10 to 15 years before Misfits, where America was kind of at least having fun with like crazy sex jokes and stuff. And then Misfits is this point is 10, 12 years old. Yeah, it's like we're so i wonder even if british shows even can get away with this shit anymore who knows <laughs> uh, what was the last british show i don't know the only one i've watched in the past 10 15 years would be doctor who but i really haven't even paid attention because yeah. yeah i just wonder I, I wonder if the whole world is tightening up more and more or if england is still keeping it keeping it keeping real, it real. <laughs> you should really check that out i guess and back to nason hating old people probably the best line of the whole fucking show when the first dance is happening there's an old guy wearing a beret, asleep in a fucking wheelchair. Then fucking Nathan and Kelly are looking at the guy, and Kelly think he's okay. And Nathan looks at him, gets real close to him, and goes, She's stealing your pension! And he fucking wakes up. And I'm just like, holy fuck, that's horrible. So horrible. <laughs> that's one thing, too, I love about, like, these shorter seasons of British TV. I'm pretty sure, maybe later it changes, but I think that Howard Overman guy just wrote all of these. And, like, he's obviously awesome. And it's just so nice that you can have one guy write every episode because it's not 22 episodes. And so uh, Simon has been chatting with this girl named Shy Girl 18 uh, oh, online. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think, actually, this is the first time just by seeing his name on Messenger as if we finally find out his name's Simon. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you check the credits. Uh, he's listening to fucking Joy Division, which does seem like the kind of shit that Simon Some would listen depressed to. Depressed motherfucker who can turn invisible and doesn't, yeah. That's one of those, like, yeah, every once in a while there's those opinions that nobody shares that are just like, where I'm just like, I never understood why people like Joy Division. I think that guy's the worst singer in the fucking world. <laughs> he sucks so hard. You gotta admit, Love Will Tear Us Apart is an amazing song. Yeah, again, I just feel like if someone else sang it, it would help a lot. <laughs> I, I don't know. I actually really like it. It's like... Uh, Maybe that one, I guess. That's song is not so bad. What was the other one though? Other British band. Uh, Depeche Mode. I was listening to Enjoy the Silence and American Jesus today and I was like, this guy cannot get away with singing anything else because fuck, listen to his voice. He's yeah. just the most morose motherfucker that's ever walking God's green earth. He does kind of suck. But yeah, I listened to uh, I Feel You the other day and yeah, it's good. That band's good. So uh, Shy Girl uh, won't send him a photo. It's just, who is this mysterious person? But it does kind of make sense that if somebody's trying to get info about the group, you know, of course you go for Simon. You Simon. go for Simon because he's a little fucking wiener. A little fucking weirdo. <laughs> Has no friends. So Nathan gets his big brave balls out, finally goes to old lady Ruth's house to... You know, has so, some kind of closure yeah. or whatever. Doors unlocked, so he goes in, and she's asleep in a chair. Asleep, quotations. She's dead as fuck, dude. Is she dead? I mean, I'm I don't know. I'm pretty sure she's fucking toast in that one. <laughs> like, I feel like that first moment, you're supposed to feel like, oh, maybe she died. But it just seems unnecessarily dramatic. I feel like she's probably just an old lady asleep in her it's, chair. I don't it's know. It's television, Keith. Yeah. It's it's fucking television. They yeah, probably nice. killed the old bitch off. I guess it doesn't matter either way, but yeah. He uh, looks through a photo album like you were mentioning. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's just a fucking whore. Yeah. She was a whore. That's what I love too is, yeah, you have this sort of tender, bittersweet moment, but 
like Nathan can't have those moments because he's like, you, you little tart. <laughs> and then he goes to give her this like parting kiss on the forehead, but he just can't because old people are too gross. <laughs> I mean, maybe because she's if she's dead, but I think I, it's just because she's That's why old. I think he didn't kiss her is because I think she was fucking toast. I think she was dead. So then Nathan goes, makes up with his mom, and she says like, you know, maybe if you promise to get along with Jeremy, you can and move back And he lies in. to her and says, oh, I've got to flat with some mates yeah. and doesn't tell her that he's fucking living at the fucking community center so that's nice of him is like he's willing to give his mom space and like have a relationship he's growing a little tiny bit <laughs> just the tiniest like when bit. they showed him sleeping at the community center in this episode he's got like a beer cracked an empty fucking like nine inch pizza box going and a pack of smoke sitting and he's sleeping on a blanket on the floor and i was like man you know fuck that's the fucking life if i wouldn't throw my back at i'd probably fucking do that <laughs> yeah it doesn't seem that bad to me uh, then back uh, at the community center, there's another one of these. I know what you did signs, but this time it's written on the on missing the sign. missing thing for Tony. Yeah, so they definitely know that these people are involved in Tony's disappearance. And then they show probation worker Sally standing suspiciously outside the door, looking oh, suspicious. Oh, poor Sally. So they don't know that it's Sally, but obviously we do. We know Sally knows something. And uh, I guess it's kind of neat where, you know, we mentioned that uh, we noticed last week that it was really focused heavily on Kelly. And this episode is obviously heavily based on Nathan. And I noticed while uh, I just was going to look up people's names and uh, I try not to look too close at like the wiki pages and stuff because I don't want to give away too much of what's going to happen to myself. But they have for season one listed who the primary focus of each episode is. Oh, that's sort of cool. Yeah, so it's one of these things that, like, again, as this show goes on, it gets a lot messier and weird powers and stuff. It's so neat that in this first season, it's so small and contained that, like, every episode can be about a character, and this is the Nathan one, next one will be whoever. But yeah, that was kind of a nice confirmation of, like, yeah, this show... In season one, especially, it's like clockwork. It's so it's so tight. It was very tight. It was very very tightly written. And like a lot of the comments I'll see online too, where people are like, like they especially love season one and two. They're like, ah, that's when that show ruled. But I liked it all the way through, even though it becomes a bizarre it's show. It's a lot fucking weirder after season two. And it's totally one of those things. Like, uh, like even though I liked it all the way through. I wasn't sad when it got canceled either. It was good right up until the end. He was out of he was out of gas at by season five or whatever. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> so I'm still glad that they got to that point. But yeah, these early ones, man, so good. So I just want to mention all the cast of season one of the people from season one were Canadian, so we don't know British television that well. The only two that seem to have gone anywhere are. Uh, Robert Sheehan, who plays Nathan, and I can't remember the dude who plays Simon, but they've been in a ton of fucking American shit. Right. And everyone else, I have no idea what they've done. I don't think they've done anything else. Yeah, like, I think that's, like, why Nathan was the first one to leave the show is because he already, at that point, was getting... getting courted by Hollywood. Yeah, which is one of those cases, too, where, you know, he's in Umbrella Academy and stuff. He's, he's always good, but he's never as good as this. Like, this is his best character ever. He's really good in Umbrella Academy. I don't... You haven't watched the whole thing. No, but he's still... He's, like... 10% of Nathan. He's not well, he's nearly not to go balls out. I mean, welcome to American television. You can't say things like fucking he wanted to piss on my tits. <laughs> he is still awesome in that though. And uh yeah, I didn't see Simon and other stuff myself, but I'm not surprised because you can just tell he's the actor guy. Like yeah, he knows what's going on. Um sometime this week we'll watch Dirt. Him playing Mick Myers is fucking weird as fuck, but it's amazing. 
And uh, yeah, I know that the chick who played Kelly, if I remember right, she uh, she's just her brother is an actor too. Like she's from kind of an acting family, but I think she she might have even got booted off this show because she just she's just a fucking chav. She really is in real life. She's just getting in trouble for shit all the time. That's I guess the thing I meant to bring up is uh, we never we just started talking about chavs last episode with what is a chav keys yeah like and again we barely know because again we're not british but i guess every everyone has their thing right like i think australians it would be like a a bogan you know like just like a a bushman okay you went you went this hard in (laughs) well i was trying to think what would be the canadian one i guess a newfie like a newfoundland person oh is she supposed to be a newfie like i don't know i mean is that kind of what it would be because like for us people from newfoundland and i have a i know a bunch of people from newfoundland so sorry i'm offending (laughs) y'all But, and again, it's like, there's a bunch of people from Newfoundland I know that are just totally normal. And then there's the ones with the crazy heavy accent. And that's where and I think of Chad. Slamming fucking screech and fucking partying until the fucking sun comes up sort of people. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think like, what would you even call, what would an American version be? Because it's not quite like a hillbilly, sort of though. It's like, I don't know. It's weird. Well, I mean chavs are fucking they're city-based so you'd probably right. call them city-based hillbilly yeah fucking methods i mean like, <laughs> that's as close as you're getting when it comes to in the fredericton scene anyway like people you see and you're like oh god not one of these yeah they're fucking either crazy town kids fucking meth heads and i guess it's different in england because they have so many more so much more class-based and there's so many different accents like there is definitely a distinct accent to you be can't in. you can't understand half the fucking shit kelly says there was one line she said and i can't remember exactly what it was this episode and i was just like fucking really really was that even english so yeah it, it is kind of a unique thing is like i feel like even those other examples newfies and bogans and darrows or whatever like it's just not the same it's something it's, it's very again uk so much uk shit that we can never fully <laughs> comprehend <laughs> So uh, for song of the episode, I wouldn't say anything really stood out to me from this, but since, uh, you know, the the namesake of the Misfits, and I heard you playing Dig Up Her Bones the other day, yeah. and I was thinking since it's about an old lady, let's play Dig Up Her Bones. <laughs> well, no, there was, oh, fuck, there was one song that was playing. Oh, there was uh, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon. Yeah, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon was playing when they were making out in the fucking chair escalator. Yeah, which was, it's all right, I just don't want to listen to it, so. Uh, Nobody wants to listen to it, just fuck. <laughs> That was kind of like, I don't know, again, maybe I'm overthinking it, but I was like, that is kind of funny that, you know, this song, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon, but it's actually the reverse situation of an old lady. Woman, you'll be a girl soon. (laughs) So yeah, there's episode two. Join us next time for episode three with the special title, episode three. (laughs) Oh, I I thought of a sign-off thing we could say Uh to our listeners. We fucking love ya. (laughs) Fucking love ya. Love ya. Like, who the fuck talks like that? (laughs) So what did you do? I sexually assaulted a 90-year-old woman. That's funny. She didn't seem to think so at the time. God rest her soul. (laughs) Jesus. No, no, no. The truth is, I was just done for eating some pick and mix. Anything is what you need Anything is what you need
as long as it's mine and the door. 